Good afternoon, 49er Empire, and welcome back to a special episode of The Faithful, where we bring you all 49ers news and updates. I'm Biggie Flores, and across from me is Zach Green, and today we have a special, special guest from 95.7 The Games, The Morning Roast, face of the Warriors pre- and post-game shows, Bonte Hill. Bonte, how are you doing, my boy? Biggie, Zach, what's good, man? What's good? Yeah, man, just another another day. Uh, blessed to have you on. We appreciate it. Um, but let's dive right straight into Niner talk. Um, big talk of the weekend. Jimmy G went down. Brock Purdy stepping in. Um, you think <laughs> you think Rock could do good in the playoffs, or even make us take us to the playoffs? You start. You hit me with the fastball right away, Biggie. Huh? Right, <laughs> right, away, right away. You're gonna go 99 right down the plate. Okay, I see what you're doing, man. That's <laughs> so how you get down. Look, I'm just gonna take it week by week with Brock Purdy. All right. What, what happened to Jimmy stinks. Um, yeah. I thought he was playing the best football of his career. Um, he was on a heater. Now, obviously, what was going to happen in the playoffs is how he was going to determine his his tenure with the Niners, right? Yeah, it was Super Bowl or bust with Jimmy Garoppolo. And you know what? With Christian McCaffrey in the fold and Debo playing well and Brandon Ayuk ascending as a top receiver on his football team and George Kittle running down the seam, not to mention this great defense. I felt really good about the prospects of – Beating anybody in the NFC. That includes the Eagles, that includes the Cowboys, that includes the Bucks, that includes the Seahawks, um, and the Minnesota Vikings for that matter. But now you have a rookie quarterback, Mr. Irrelevant, right? Brock Purdy. Last pick <laughs> of the draft. Uh look, he played his ass off against Miami. You Absolutely. have to give him credit. Give him credit, man. He stuck in there, he hung in there. The two minute drill right before halftime was beautiful. Uh look, I would have liked touchdowns after the two picks in the third quarter. But you know what? He didn't turn the ball over after that. He threw the one pick in the third quarter, I know, on the fourth and four. But after, outside of that, he didn't throw any picks. And that's all you have to do. Don't turn the ball over and see where the chips may fall. Um, but Tampa Bay's on deck. Seattle in a short week. The Raiders all of a sudden playing better. Arizona the last week of the season, although Arizona may be packing for Cabo or uh, they may be packing for vacation. They're done. They're a joke. Um, so I, I don't know, man. This defense could – this defense could play with anybody. Can Brock Purdy play mistake-free football? This is tough to ask a rookie. A rookie. You know, this ain't Iowa State. You're not playing against the Kansas Jayhawks. You know what I'm saying? You're not playing against, the, uh, you know, Iowa. You know, you're not in Ames, Iowa, playing against Baylor and TCU. This is different, man. So, you know, Biggie, I, I don't know, man. I'm here to see it. I'm here to see it. We've seen – I'm not going to say it's impossible – but it's going to be daunting for Brock Purdy to try to get it done in December and January. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, you look at at least 2019 playoffs, Jimmy G wasn't necessarily the reason we made it to the Super Bowl, which no gives, doubt. I think, gives me and the rest of the 49er fan base hope that we could still get there. But um, like you said, it's going to be tough and we really got to take it week by week. Well, well the thing um, with Jimmy in 2019, we forget he made plays. Um, yeah, yeah, he's talking about the two Arizona games. The one at Levi Stadium, they came back from 16-0. Jimmy threw for over 400 yards. The game on yeah. Halloween when he, when he first coined feels great, baby, with Aaron Andrews uh, yeah, in absolutely. Arizona on a short week. He threw dimes, man. He had one of his better games as a 49er. The week yeah. 18 or week 17 against Seattle. In Seattle, when they hadn't won there since 2011, he goes 18-22 to 22 for 285, and they win a division. So Jimmy, yeah, he didn't – and look, here's the big misnomer about quarterbacks in the playoffs. Peyton Manning struggled for years in the postseason. 
Ben Roethlisberger struggled for years. When they won their first Super Bowl with Ben Roethlisberger, it wasn't because of him. It was because of the yeah. running game, Willie Parker, Jerome Bettis, and a great defense. Uh, Tom Brady, believe it or not, when he won that first Super Bowl, he was a quote-unquote game manager. They weren't try- <laughs> telling him to throw the ball 50 times a game. Say, man, just play the stake-free football, run the ball, and give it to our defense. So um, quarterbacks struggled in the postseason because you're playing against the best of the best. You know, that's you're yeah, not going to go out there absolutely. and line it up like it's fantasy fe- football. So, But <laughs> last year, to your point, Jimmy, Jimmy struggled in the postseason, no doubt about it. Yeah. Now, it's a different beast. It's a different beast in the playoffs, so we'll see about that. But Jimmy, Jimmy deserves his credit for 2019, man. People just they, – they forget that he had some great, great moments as a Niner that year. Yeah, Jimmy, he put his heart and soul out on the field when he's a 49er. Um, with that being said, that might have been his last game as a 49er. Not sure if we're going to resign him or not. Um, do you think that he could come back next year, or you think he's done? Yeah, I, I don't know what the price tag is. It's yeah. a question I've avoided. You have Trey Lance waiting in the fold. I, but do they go after a veteran? Tom Brady, I, I don't know, man. I, I, you know, Biggie, yeah. you know, Biggie, Zach, Biggie, Zach, I try to lay, I try to live in the moment, man. I the all yeah. season's gonna get here. I, last all season was a whirlwind. When are they gonna cut Jimmy? When are they gonna trade Jimmy? He's yeah. throwing on a little baby field in August next year. You know, he's back on the roster. So I wouldn't put anything past anything with this 49ers uh franchise. He may be back, he may not. I don't know if that is his last game. In a cruel way, it's kind of fitting that his career would end with an injury with the 49ers. 2018, toward ACL. Uh, 2020, busted ankle. Season over. 2021, he's he, he made it through the NFC Championship game. He had the, yeah. the, the shoulder injury. And he had the thumb. And it was all – so, I don't know, man. It could be his last year's. And, that's, and that would stink if that's his last play as a 49er. Yeah. yeah. Monte, I want to ask you, I know you were talking about on Twitter and uh, David Lombardi, you know, um, you know, replied to you um, about, you know, the experience that Trey Lance has in versus versus Brock Purdy um, and how they're, 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 you know, people were questioning Trey Lance's experience before right. the season. And now you have Brock Purdy come in and, you know, you don't you don't really have anyone talking about his experience. And, you know, I'll say what what what, you know. What Lombardi said is, you know, you have a quarterback who started, you know, five years at a power five school versus Trey Lance, who started one year at a at a, you know, FCS school. So I I, I don't know. Uh, like, can you just explain um, a little bit about, you know, why you, you know, you think that it's just not talked about at all? So. Brock Purdy spent it four years of college. We've seen a lot of players spend four years of college. That doesn't equate to success. Um, you look at some of the quarterbacks that are in the league that have spent a lot of time in college. They're career backups. Colt McCoy spent four years in Texas. Does that mean all of a sudden, oh, man, he's going to come in and light the world on fire? And no, he's a career backup. He's a career backup for a reason. He's limited with arm strength. He's limited with talent. Uh, sure, he tries hard. He's good for a three-game stretch, maybe a two-game stretch, but that's it. You know, uh, you look at Jameis Winston, who played three years of college. Andy Dalton played four years of college at TCU. How many playoff games has Andy Dalton won? Zero. You know, he's won zero. <laughs> and, and so this whole thing about Brock Purdy, like this whole argument that, oh, man, he's played in four – he played four years in a Power 5 school. Well, Iowa State – Iowa State is middle of the pack in the Big 12. Let's be real. And how do people talk about the Big 12? Well, it's a wide open league, right? 
it's going to be 50 to 55. <laughs> we talked Texas Tech, Oklahoma. Nobody plays defense. Now, TCU this year has proven that they played a little bit of defense. But I, I look at some of the big games. Like, when I look at quarterbacks in college, and I watch a lot of college football, I'm not going to sit here and say I watched every single Iowa State game because I did not. But he had a big game against Iowa his senior year. College game day, I believe, was there. And he threw four interceptions that game. I may or may not have bet on that game. All right? And I watched it like, damn. Who? Brock Purdy? Huh, I don't I don't know. And then people forget Brees Hall was on that team for a number of years helping him out. So, look, Brock Purdy is a solid quarterback. He may be in this league for a long time as a backup. Is he a franchise quarterback? I just don't believe. I just don't believe that. How does four years of experience play uh, equate to NFL success in the Big 12? I just don't see the correlation. I don't see it. Like, it's one, it's you want to go against Kansas one week? Okay, fine. That, that's cool. Kansas stinks. They've they stuck year in a year. They've had maybe two years in the last 40 and winning been good. Right. So this this whole four year thing, like if we just took every quarterback and said, oh, man, he played four years, he'd go out there and play. It'd be a different league. It'd be a different league. If he, the reason, here's another reason, Zach. If he was good, he would have been at Iowa State for four years. His ass would have been out as a junior. (laughs) He would have been gone after three years. You know what I'm saying? Because that draft stock would have been high. Now, some people say, well, he was injured, this and that. Nobody was talking about Brock Purdy coming out of that draft. Nobody was. We all forgot about Brock Purdy. So, uh, look, David made a great point about four years of experience and played a lot of football. I'll give him that because Trey hasn't played a lot of football. But the prospects in the ceilings and saying that, hey, because he played in a Power 5 conference equates it to success. What about Josh Rosen at UCLA? He can't stick on a football team. You know what I'm saying? Baker Mayfield was at Oklahoma. He's on He's on team number three now. <laughs> he played at the highest level in Oklahoma. Yeah. Kyler Murray was at Oklahoma, number one overall pick. He don't even study playbook. He looks distracted. He looks distraught. How about all those USC quarterbacks who have come out? The Mark Sanchez's, uh, uh, the John David Booties, the, the the Matt Barkley's of the world. What have they done? What have they done? They haven't done much. They haven't done much at all. So uh, being a three-year or four-year starter, like Stetson Bennett, for that example. We see him at Georgia. They're number one team in college, right? They're their odds-on favorite to win a national championship. Is any NFL franchise going to be tripping over their feet to go draft Stetson Benson? Bennett no. or Stetson Benson? I don't think so. I don't think so. And he's got plenty of success in Georgia. So I, I don't know. I, yeah. I I don't I don't that whole premise about. Uh, and by the way, by the way, some breaking news here for you guys, Biggie and Zach. Uh, Adam Schefter just tweeted out that doctors concluded today that 49ers quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo does not need foot surgery. It is not a list break injury. And if rehab goes smoothly, he could have a chance to return in seven to eight weeks, making him a potential playoff contributor. Oh, so wow. there you I go. Mean, it's, it's not some news to sleep on. Um, <laughs> if you make the odds. <laughs> there you go. I, I saw in the interview that, uh, that Shanahan was asked about, you know, Trey Lance coming back in December. And he was like, I'm not ruling it out. I mean, it's going to be interesting. I, I doubt Trey Lance comes back. I know originally, you know, looking back in the offseason, the two biggest moves for me, I think number one looking back is the Niners not keeping Nate Sudfeld. He had been on the team for a while. Yeah. By the way, Indiana, who's your GOAT? Um, but <laughs> How many years did he play in Indiana? Uh, I think three or four. <laughs> well, where's Nate Sudfeld at, man? Is he even in the league? 
Where's he, he at he's right with now? The Lions, but he's with the Lions, know. right? As a backup. Yeah. Nobody, um, nobody said, "Hey, man, they suffered." You'll save the Lions. You know what I'm saying? This yeah. whole hey, he has that's the to me that's the lazy argument. Not to cut you off, Zach, but that's the lazy stuff. Where's just well, he played four years and he has experience. How many quarterbacks have four year experience in college and come into the NFL and look overwhelmed? So Brock Purdy, to his credit, did not look overwhelmed. But I give a lot of credit to Kyle Shanahan for that. Yeah, but I mean, he looked good when they ran cover zero. Uh, the one that stood out to me is Kittle over the middle, um, mm-hmm. just letting go. But I mean, we'll see what this dude's made out of the next few weeks. We got Tom Brady next week. We got a short week in prime time in Seattle, mm-hmm. um, Las Vegas in New Year's that I'll be at. So the schedule isn't. It's it's going to show us what Brock is kind of made up. Hopefully, but. Um, with the news that Jimmy could come back maybe potentially seven to eight weeks, like Brock was still gonna have to start a playoff game or two. So um yeah, I don't know. I think if we get there, if we get to the bowl, I think we gotta give Kyle Shanahan a lot of credit. I think he gets a lot more slander than he does appreciation from this fan base. Um but um I don't know, we'll see. There's only one way to find out yeah. to watch these games, but um going into the offseason, let's say we we fall first game um because of brock do you do we look at signing a tom brady or aaron Rodgers, or do you think that puts trey lance in a bad position and just uncomfortable anything's on the table when you're searching for a super bowl championship absolutely you have this defense and guys get older you know how big is this window going to be the shelf life in football especially in the nfl is short those windows do not stay open for too long so i aaron Rodgers, i'm kind of out on um, does this personality fit in that locker room? You can't say no to Tom Brady, but they did two years ago. They yeah. did three years ago. And you know what? A lot of myself agreed with it. I agree with it. I was like, you know what? Roll with Jimmy. Jimmy's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, if I go back in hindsight, yeah, go get Tom Brady, <laughs> man. That was, that was a bald-headed move. But at the same time, that offensive line wasn't that good. And Tom Brady needs protection. So, uh, I, I don't know, man. I, it, it's tough for me to look at the offseason right now when we're in season. We're in the midst of a uh, of a playoff push here with the 49ers. So Brady Rogers, I'm sure those rumors are going to run rampant. Um, but I don't. I, it depends on Shanahan. Does Shanahan want to give control of the offense to one of these quarterbacks? Is it worth one or two years to stunt the development or Trey Lance, or do you just quit on Trey Lance and let him move on after spending all those picks to go get Trey Lance? I I, I don't know, man. It's a, it's a big it's a bit of a pickle for me here. Yeah, it'd be crazy giving up on Trey Lance, only playing three games, giving up three picks for him. But, I mean, you are right. The Super Bowl window is really, really small. Um, the team's getting older, and I think we it's, it's a win-now mindset for sure. Yeah. Um, we still have but, to sign, you know, we probably have to extend Ayuk. Um, Bosa. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I I I think that um, – I mean, Vontae, you said it perfectly. You know, you're trying to live more in the moment. And – you know, it's crazy that Jimmy, they they say, th- this is the same injury that I think, uh, um, what's his name on uh, OKC got? Um, Holmgren, I think. Yeah, Chet Holmgren. Holmgren. Yeah, yeah. And they're, they're saying he's out for a while. This could just be like, a, I don't know, like a, like a, like a bluff or something, but. You know, if if he does come back in seven weeks, it would be the divisional week, which we'd probably more than likely have a home game, and then week eight would, you know, that that would be the the um, the conference championship the next right. week. And I mentioned this uh, on the podcast we did after the game that 
I feel like the luckiest thing to happen to the Warriors last the during the postseason was them not facing the Suns. Because if we would have faced the Suns, it probably it, I don't know how that would have went. And in order for us to go to the Super Bowl, I think things would have to line into place, whether that's, you know, the Eagles losing or the Vikings. And, you know, sports sports proves anything can happen. If you were to ask anyone that Brock Purdy would have be, didn't I saw something that some caller called in and like was like Brock Purdy's taking us to the Super Bowl like early in the season like it's ridiculous. <laughs> I, I mean, hey man, it, it, it's sports fans, it, and we're all delusional. We're all insane. The first call I took on Monday morning, a guy compared Brock Purdy to Joe Montana. Said, "Why can't he be Joe Montana?" <laughs> At six a.m. You know what? You know what? I. If you believe he's going to be the next Joe Montana, go ahead. If you believe he's going to be the next Tom Brady, go ahead. Who am I to tell you what not to believe in? You know what I'm saying? I, I, I Hopefully nobody tells me what I should believe in, but a lot of people do, right? They say, oh, Bob, say you're hating on Brock Purdy. All right, well, I want to see it to believe it. I just want to see it to believe it. Um, it's tough to ask him, man. It's tough to ask him. Now, I got to push back on the Phoenix Suns team, the fact that Zach – you were believing in Chris Paul, a Chris Paul led <laughs> Phoenix Suns team. That's your downfall, look, man. Wrong with DeAndre Ayton. I mean, oh my you look God. at this they, season, man. Like we we can get past the Suns, and I mean, man. Well, Biggie, Biggie, and himself is a Sixers fan. I'm so you, you can, Sixers you can ask wait, 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 wait. So, are you a Suns fan, Zach? Nah, no, he's a Warriors. Hey, baby. Oh, yeah. all right. Well, well, Come Biggie on, man. A Sixers fan. How the hell are you yeah. a Sixers fan? I don't know. Uh, not even it's just I never really like caught a connection with the Warriors. I feel like it was that they were in Oakland for me, that it was in San Francisco. I was kind of like, eh, I didn't really like it. But then Joel Embiid <laughs> and Ben Simmons caught my eye, and but now it's how's that working Ben's, out? <laughs> not the greatest, <laughs> not the greatest. Um, but, you know, it is, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, but yeah, we'll see how. Maybe maybe Sixers Warriors will meet in the finals one of these days, but not like good last season. year, man. I would have wanted. Yeah, last year was a lot better. Go to Philadelphia to Boston. I tell you that much. Yeah, um, but right. we're kind of getting off topic. But there's a couple more things that I wanted to point on, especially this defense, which we haven't yeah. really talked about. You know, I I think this is the best defense that I've seen since the Legion of Boom in Seattle. Mm. Um, you know. The 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 I, I remember me and Biggie were talking about it because the, the we had the same defense this season as we did in the 2019-2020 season, really, excluding uh Buckner. Um, but we had better corners and it's proving this yeah. year. Um that said, Bonte, do you think that this de- I mean we rank number one in every single system yeah. like category? The schedule coming up is you know fairly easy. I think we can you know, I mean, Seattle's going to be tough on that Thursday night, but, you know, I, I think we're going to win out. And do you think the defense can just, you know, hold this up? I do. This defense is playing at a high, high level. They haven't missed Emmanuel Mosley. Diamador Lenore stepped in and done an admirable job. Mooney Ward, we know what he's done since coming over from Kansas City. It all starts with Nick Bolson, number 97. Um, Shasky on the morning, Russell said, 40 year, he could get 20 sacks. It's like, well, fuck the brakes, dude. He's at 14 and a half right now. And Tampa Bay is coming to town with no offensive line. I mean, Nick Bosa is making some serious money. And he's in a conversation. The conversation starts with him when it comes to defensive player of the year. You can't say enough about Fred Warner Jr. Playing the best football of his career. The quarterback of the defense. The captain. Green dot helmet. Calling all the signals. And then you got Drake Greenlaw. 
decapitating dudes. Drake yeah. Greenlaw in that Miami game on that one drive, and it started on the first point where he knocks a dude out of bounds and he hits his helmet three times, and then later <laughs> on that drive, he's he fakes like he's gonna pile drive Tyreek Hill, he snatches his mouthpiece, then he shuts down the fourth and two play. You can't say enough about Drake Greenlaw. He's a throwback linebacker. He is vicious. And then the safeties with Hufanga. We know about Hufanga, Jimmy Orson, the place with good football. Uh, this is a very, very good defense. And I still don't know if it's a top five defense in 49ers history. The 94 95, the last Super Bowl run, the defense is great with Deion Sanders, uh, Kid Norton Jr. Yeah, guys coming left and right off the edge, Ricky Jackson. They were all time great. The 84 defense that beat the Miami Dolphins and Dan Marino 38 to 16. That defense was incredible. Uh, the 2011 Niners, the first year with Harbaugh, uh, Patrick to Bowman playing at an all-time level. Alder Smith is a rookie coming off the edge. That defense is great. I think we can't forget about 2019 when it was Bolson, yeah. D Ford, Buckner, and Armstead, and they needed no blitzes to get to the quarterback. And Richard Sherman all of a sudden became a 49er, and he's got the <laughs> Levi's crowd going crazy. So this is a very good defense. And yet, I don't even know if it's a top five defense in 49ers history yet. That's how good the history is with the 49ers. But I don't want to slight this defense. They are number one in every category. Uh, they got the one blip against Kansas City. Well, otherwise, they've been really, really good. So I want to see how the season ends. You get Tom Brady next Sunday. And then, of course, you get Seattle in a short week against Geno Smith and DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Let's see how it plays out. Let's see how it plays out. Then let's get to the postseason and see how it plays out. So uh, it's a really, really good defense. Really good as far as the best defense is the Legion of Boom, it's debatable. The Legion of Boom was really, really good. But 2019, I don't want to sleep on them either, Zach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that, um, yeah, like you said, the, the short week in Seattle is going to be tough. But, you know, <laughs> Brady, I don't know how a 45-year-old Brady is going to do this week against us. And, <laughs> you know, like they said, they have no O-line. Like, oh, when you see him last night, line. he just finds a way to win games, man. Tom Brady is – I know, I know. I, I heard that he's gonna have like about a thousand people in the stands, yeah. something like that. Um, it's gonna be yeah. wild. My dad went uh, to Sarah High School. He's probably gonna be wearing Sarah Tom Brady jersey if he could get okay. one. <laughs> big weekend, uh, big weekend for Sarah High School. St. John Bosco, yeah. uh, yeah. St. John Bosco playing in the state championship against Sarah High School. Yeah, mm. gonna be big. Gonna be fun. Maybe Tom. Will, no, that's Isn't down. That in where uh, DJ Ungolele went. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Bring him back out to the West Coast. I know he's he should have went to Oregon in the first place. He still might go to Oregon, so yeah, I wouldn't might doubt be moved it. there. Um, but this weekend, uh, Bonte, you got any uh predictions for the game? Yeah, I think it's gonna be a slugfest, man. It's gonna be a body back game. Uh, both these defenses are playing at a high, high level. I think the Niners do win, I think they find a way to pull it out. But again, it's Tom Brady against Brock Purdy. Tom Brady in one quarterback and Brock Porter the other quarterback. Yeah. And they still have weapons, man. That Monday night win for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is huge for them. Huge. Yeah. To come back in that fashion to survive a divisional game at home. That's a short week for them again. They got a country flight to the West Coast. They're a little beat up. I think the Niners win. I think they do. But the big question mark for me is the quarterback spot. Yeah. Now teams have they have some film on Brock Purdy. They have film on him. How are they going to game plan for him? Are they going to take away the middle of the field? Are they going to force him to throw outside the numbers, which he struggled with last week against Miami? I think the Niners win. I do. But to be honest with you, Zach Biggie, I, I just don't know because of the quarterback spot. I don't know when we're going to get out of Brock Purdy. And you know what? 
I would probably say the same thing about Trey Lance at this point. I don't know what we're going to get out of Trey Lance. We just haven't seen it yet. So yeah, I haven't seen enough. Uh, it's going to be fascinating to see how Shanahan schemes and stuff for uh, Brock Purdy. Yeah, I mean, with all the playmakers we have, I feel like Shanahan will just find a way to get the ball to them. And if they make plays, then we'll win. But if not, it, it's tough putting the ball in Brock, Brock Purdy's hands to try to beat Tom Brady. So um, no definitely makes a lot of points there. Um, one thing, one question I wanted to ask, um, I don't think it gets talked about too much, but Jimmy Ward, he's been playing solid for this team. He's been the longest tenure Niner. Um, we put him, he gets a top 100 slot after playing free safety, and then we move him to nickel cornerback, and he kind of complains, but he's still balling now. Do you think we, like, try and re-sign him next year, or do you think we're going to let him walk? I hope they re-sign him, but it feels like this is it. And you hear the way yeah. he's talking. He feels a little disrespected yeah. by the front office, not offering him any money. Um, he's a versatile player. You know, I, I, I love look, him. I love last offseason, I thought it was a mistake not to resign K. Y. Williams. I thought K. Y. Yeah. Williams was one of the better nickel quarters of all the football. Now, the playoffs, he was compromised. He was hurting. Cooper Cook roasted his ass in the NFC Championship <laughs> game. It wasn't his finest moment as mm-hmm. a Niner, but it is what it is. It feels like Jimmy Ward is playing out the street here in San Francisco, and he probably will move on. Look, they drafted Hufong, they drafted Hufong in the middle rounds with a fifth round pick. Um, could be what, fifth round, fifth round, sixth round pick. Um, with Hufanga, they'll find another safety. This team knows how to draft, even though they've had all the blunders at running back and they've had some mistakes in the top of the first and second round. Those middle round picks, third, fourth, fifth, sixth round, they've done really well. And, um, it feels like Jimmy Ward, this is it for him as a Niner. That's what he's telling me. I hope I'm wrong, though. Yeah. And I can't believe I'm saying that because three years ago, I was like, get Jimmy Ward off the football team. What, what does he do? <laughs> and now you yeah. look at his versatility, play a nickel corner, play in a free safety spot. He loves to hit. Uh, he's been a very, very good Niner for the last three, four years. So, uh, But it does feel like he he's going to move on. Yeah. I'm sad to see him go, but he's been balling. Um, always, I feel like he's always been part of the Niners for mm-hmm. at least recent years, of course. Um, but, yeah, I mean, one more question before we go. Do you think the Giants signed Judge? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> they better mental health, man. That'll sign Judge. <laughs> Farhan Zaidi, I'm looking at you, man. What's up, yeah. Farhan? What's yeah. up, Farhan? <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Uh, I'm wearing my Giants pullover right now. I'm praying for anything. It's a 30-year anniversary of when Barry Bond signed with the yeah, SF Giants. To the day, to the day today. Yeah, today, you know, after winning the MVPs with the Pittsburgh Pirates. I hope they're just sides. <laughs> they need a bopper. They need a buzz. They need a star so damn bad. It's not even funny, man. If I have to watch Brandon Belt and Yaz and Jock Peterson bat second, third, and fourth <laughs> again, it's just it's, I'm not going to survive baseball season. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to do it. Once it's already no, so no, hard no. to watch. <laughs> yeah, I, no, no, no. I'll play fantasy baseball, but I won't watch the Giants. I'll let you ask me talk about it. And I'll just sit back and take a nap. Uh, and they have to sign Judge. They have to. Because what's yeah. plan B? What's plan C? What's plan D? I have no idea. It all starts with Aaron Judge. Though. Hopefully it gets done either today or tomorrow. I know he's going to land in San Diego somewhere around 215, I think, or 250. Something like that. He's on a private jet right now. So hopefully he does. Hold up that orange and black jersey, man. I, I hope I pray, man. We need we all need Aaron Judge in our life. Yeah, let's hope so. We need him in the and, Bay. We, we need to bring we'll, him. We'll home. stretch the boundaries of what we call the Bay Area too. 
That, I'm willing to do that. I'm willing. Yeah, to do that. absolutely. Linden, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah of course he does. That's the Bay Area. What's the area code? Two hundred nine. It's two hundred nine. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. even know. What, what, do we even know the area code for Linden? Hall? I gotta look this up man, before I forget, man. Linden area code. It just uh, shout out to the six five zero. Shout out. Is this? Yeah. Shout out to the five zero. <laughs> uh, we know Linden is that area code. Here we go. Linden area code. It's the two hundred nine, baby. You know what? Two hundred nine. You could be part of the Bay. We'll stretch it out for you. <laughs> It's all Two good. Nine, part of the Bay. Bonte Hill official. Uh, thank you so much, Bonte, for coming on today. Uh, we can't appreciate it more. Um, but that's it for us, the guys. That's it for us today, guys. Thank you so much. All three of us, red and gold, till we dead and cold. And let's see what Brock Purdy could do against Tom Brady this week. Um, but let's go, let's go get a dub. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. <laughs>